Wait, no, wait. What are these books? It's a series of books uh, for children mm-hmm. um, that is about surviving natural disasters. So, like, the cover of the I Survived 9 11, the cover of this book. That's not a natural disaster. You're telling me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> real. Are we recording? Okay, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so, unless you believe the internet, maybe right. it was a natural disaster. <laughs> But Wait, the co- okay, the cover of this book is I Survived 9-11 and the cover of it is like a boy like who's like 11 running from <gasps> the twin tire towers that are, are on fire <gasps> with the plume of smoke coming out and he's running like this. <gasps> and that's no. the cover and I Survived 9-11. So my son read that and then read it and then walked away being like fucked up that 7-Eleven. <laughs> That's seven eleven. That's going down at seven elevens. Seven elevens across the nation is going up in smoke. So, so, and it's because they keep putting the wrong name on them. So, <laughs> they would save them if they it says seven. No one knows it's for nine eleven. No one's remembering this shit correctly. Right. So it's like a whole series. It's not just nine eleven. There's Pompeii. There's um, I survived what Pompeii. I survived. I survived um, the San Francisco earthquake. I survived, and I'm like, we're my husband and I are making fun of it, and my son like kind of feeling that we're roasting him a little. It's like, well, they they have a I survived the Dust Bowl as well, and being like, it's a serious goddess. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, what? and then and then my husband and I are looking at each other. It's kind of weird that they don't have like, I survived the uh, yeah. Holocaust. I, I was like, and, I, I was I, like, I, you say it, yeah. <laughs> It's like kind of like the most famous thing that's to be a survivor you, that's right. for. That's all you. That's all you. So, right. And then my son kind of feels that tension and he can kind of see our eyes and he's like, well, that's a little too serious for children. <laughs> right. But 9-11's totally cool. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it's kind of fucked up. I yeah. also thought that this was going to go down some sort of path of like natural disasters and like actual, like, you know what I mean? Like hurricanes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, mean? there's that too. Oh, so I survived Katrina. Oh they don't, my God. Sandy didn't make the okay, cut. Okay, it's very clear. Oh my God, <laughs> Ungie. Oh my God, this immediately. I was like, hey, if uh, Joe Rogan's listening, here we go. This episode's for you, guy. <laughs> no, uh, you're like, yeah. Let's get monetized, no. baby. Right, yeah. <laughs> Smash that like. Send me gifts. Um, no, I mean it, it's also just very apparent that like. This country has no plans for anything, so it's just like, hey, just get so used to like crazy. Tra- just can you just like try to like uh, numb yourself to trauma and any mm-hmm. and like start early so that we can just because we're we don't have a plan. Like we have no actual plans. I think women are particularly adept at this level of like because you get accustomed to a thing and then you 
like are just used to that and they're like oh yeah and then you just get you wait for the next threshold of pain mm-hmm. that's the only way you'll actually feel pain it's like if you think about women with relationships toxic mm-hmm. like you just get that's why you get stuck in a pattern mm-hmm. like i like very i think men are more likely to get out of a toxic relationship with a woman and be like fuck that and never <laughs> date a lady like that he won't even fuck a girl that looks like her right you know what i mean like if, oh, if, yeah. if a curly if a curly haired woman like scorned him like mm-hmm. her, her broke his heart he's never oh, yeah. fucking a girl with curly hair ever right. again yes and all those curly the, every other curly haired woman he comes across ever is paying for that woman absolutely like, absolutely yeah. as opposed to i and i i bring this up because it's like i um that's how i i ever tell you about like how my retina is almost attached no so like i <laughs> <laughs> so my my I, I was for a while like um I I went to get like a regular like checkup for my eyes cuz I'm legally blind in this eye. Oh really? And, yeah, yeah. So it's cool. I'm I'm seeing like 70%. Yeah. And so like I um went to get a regular checkup and I the optometrist she's like just at the lens crafters lady. Mm-hmm. She's like, "You know, you got like something going on with your eyes." Like cuz she did like an extra look and mm-hmm. she I was like, "Okay, whatever." And I went and did nothing about it. She's like, "You got to go to like a retina person." I was like, "Okay, peace." Right, that sounds like money. Yeah. And so yeah. then she called me a month later and was like, "Did you go see this person?" I was like, "No." <laughs> and she was like, "No, you need to go." And I was like, "Oh, I thought that was just like a, you know, like, you're hey. try- up, up trying to upsell me thing." And yeah. she's like, "No, this is serious." serious. <laughs> And so I, I went to the retina specialist, and I go in, and the lady's like, okay, and like I'm the um, retina lady, and you're me, and you're like looking into the thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then she leans back, and she's like, okay, so we have to go to surgery right now, (gasps) and I'm like, what? Like right now? This is just a regular office appointment right do you do surgeries here right. you're like i only paid 20 dollars yeah. to come in here what are like, you talking I don't know about if my copay is gonna cover this we gotta have a conversation right and she was like no we need to do this right now and so then i had like a laser surgery literally i drove there <laughs> and then i had a laser surgery because she was like your retinas are literally a they're like so they're about to detach yeah like they're like there's very little holding them in <laughs> And so, like your eyeballs would pop out. They is that like they, they yeah they kind of like pop out. They would like they were like, like push? I would I would they would push out and like I would basically be blind. Oh my god! So and it, you could push them back like put them together. This is gonna sound bad, but I feel like that could have done something interesting for your comedy. <laughs> That's the most comic response. Korean Jewish blind and, blind? and a mom like what. Bam, bam, right. and and I'm Joe. I'm like right. Joe Rogan, right? You would be raking in the dough right now. I wouldn't be able to see. Dave it. never would have gotten the show. It would have been you. You would have fully turned FX around. Uh, I mean, I. <laughs> I mean, I've been like, I would have had an incredible sense of smell. My like sense. Of, right. I mean, I really could have become an X Man. Oh, yeah, right, Marvel. <laughs> like Marvel, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> like so I go into the surgery I get the surgery done and she the entire time is like how did you not complain about this like mm-hmm. she was like I cannot believe that you mm-hmm. never felt or mm-hmm. complained or didn't Did seek so I get the surgery mm-hmm. and then afterwards I like feel all of this relief and I'm like, oh, I've been feeling this incredible pressure in mm-hmm. my eyes and in my head for months mm-hmm. but I just thought I was tired. 
No, yeah, that's the most woman response <laughs> to anything ever. Because I'm like, I'm a mom. And I would say it was like really young. And I was just like, oh, whatever. This is just what like life is like in your yeah. late 30s. And it never occurred to me to complain about yeah. it, that it would get better. I was right. just like, I guess this is what my body's this like now. This is just what it is. I know. Okay, now that you say it this, crazy. Like, it's like I've got this sort of like <laughs> Or I'm like I need to go to the doctor. I've just been avoiding that. I was like, I mean, I also don't have insurance, so yeah, it's yeah. just like whatever. But I'm like, now that you say that, I'm like, there are a few different things I probably should just get checked out. Just checked out, like that. Ever since then, I've been mm-hmm. so much more vigilant about shit, like because. Yes, exactly. Like the same sort of um, lack of vigilance because you're like, oh, this is always going to just get worse. It's the same thing with America. Like, mm-hmm. we there has right. to be like a point where you're like, actually, this is this is bad. This is bad. We need to, uh, <laughs> America's retinas are about right. to detach. <laughs> we need to go into surgery. And while this would be great for our comedy career. <laughs> This is not. This is not what we need right now. We don't actually need to be we blind. We need to see. Yeah, this seems funny. You know what I mean? But it's really not. It actually could be really bad. Like, oh like, maybe we don't need to laugh through our pain here. Like maybe right. we just avoid the right. pain. Yeah. That's absolutely like ever since that happened. I think I've been much mm-hmm. more vigilant about it before for that for that reason alone. Mm-hmm. Because after I felt the pressure, like the, the relief from the pressure, mm-hmm. I was like. <gasps> like just the breath you're able to take um it was the same thing with like so many other things in my life that i felt like oh i can just handle it it's fine well right well i feel like that's what um it's like i I read these things because i'm not on anything but it's like i feel like that's like when people talk about like taking like they're like i'm on lexapro now and i'm like oh this is like oh so this is what your brain this is what a brain feels this is what thoughts regular non-intrusive like constantly (laughs) intrusive thoughts like just like regular thoughts you know what i mean this is what it's like to go to sleep at midnight as opposed to 3 a.m Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's okay. It's like, oh, this is what my life could have been like. People, this whole people don't time. people don't go to sleep having read every single Wikipedia entry about people <laughs> in a movie like that had Laura Dern in it right. <laughs> in 1989. It just happened to pop up on Netflix <laughs> when I already decided I wasn't gonna really gonna go to sleep okay, tonight. Okay, it sounds like people aren't culture. <laughs> right, like, they don't care about Laura Dern enough. Right, <laughs> right, right, exactly. I love Laura Dern I, so I mean too. much. But it's like that sort of cycling and get the relief from that and waking up refreshed Mm -hmm. fucking it's it was crazy to me to wake up refreshed because i got on a a wide variety i mean i'm cycling through a ton of meds right now but Mm -hmm. like speaking of failure by the way so speaking of meds i took a plan b two weeks ago right Mm -hmm. fully married have two kids you can still make mistakes guys and I remember when I was like maybe um, after I think after my like this is maybe before I had my second kid and I remember talking to a young male comic he was like maybe 24 or something mm-hmm. and after a show he was just like yeah like we we're just talking you know chopping it up talking about comedy mm-hmm. and he like t- he like kind of like took a moment and looked at me and was like yeah like you're happy and you mm-hmm. have you're like married. You have like kind of all the things that like as a 24 year old, like I'm, right. I know that You've you're ticked off ticked the boxes. Ticked off all yeah, the your boxes. life should be good. Yeah. And he was like, why? Like, it's kind of crazy that you're like still do this. And I was like, yeah, like just because I'm a ha- I'm happy doesn't mean that I'm not crazy. Right. Like I'm still unwell. Right. Like, I can be, I can right. have all the things and check off all the stuff and really be relatively content and mm-hmm. 
you know, like to use the word happy, you know, like have experience fleeting moments of happiness and still be deeply unwell. It was psychotic to me. And I was like, right, you're 24. Like you are carrying the weight and experience of a 24 year old. Like you think this gets better. Right. Right, it's like the you get. It's like yeah. Oh well, I've got a kid now. I've I got, got this, and like, they're like no, somehow I've like, just no. become respond. Like my life might be more fulfilling, but I've just added on more people that I now have to oh. like be responsible <laughs> for and like think about when I move in the world, whilst <laughs> trying to like pursue pursue the things that I like thought of, like thought I cared about. You know what I mean? No, yeah, this is just crippling. I mean, I don't want to. Okay, and, I, 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 and I'm coming I've, at being I've, like it's crippling the it, way. It, <laughs> dude, hence my lack of commitment to anything. <laughs> I've got a dog and that's it. You know I mean, that's a pretty big commitment. I mean, like, yes, but she can't say shit to me. But yeah. She does sigh a lot. She's clearly disappointed. <laughs> so there's that. She's clearly disappointed in me. I it's mean, fine. It's just like, I'm also Love fi- you, Quincy. <laughs> Quincy's like, she is trying her best. Right. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I was once describing it to my husband. It's like I am five one, and the weight of everything like brings down my vertebra, so that I'm like I was put my four nine, four nine. (laughs) Like that's like sometimes I think about taking more shit, and I was like I can't lose any more inches. Like I just, it's brutal. So like I mean, yeah. So I just like I recently took a plan B. That's the thing. It's like you still continue to fuck up. There is no part of life where you can't find new depths like i was i I literally did this today kenya i (laughs) i i fucking this is like deeply um humbling i uh i I had to buy insoles like gel insoles yeah like orthopedic (laughs) insoles because like my back and like i'm just i can't fuck with shoes and heels the way i used to yeah so i got insoles and um like a heel and like I had to, and I had to buy them. <laughs> I had to buy them in a child size. Do they? Because <laughs> they don't come. Because they, I guess they don't come in a size under a woman size six. What size are your feet? I'm a size five. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm dainty. I, re- I remember when I was a size five. I was in like fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dainty person. I was like so excited. I was like, oh, adult shoes. Yes. And then they only got bigger. And I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> but like, I like, just I... got sized out of so many options. <laughs> I mean, me too, though. I just well, like. true. Yeah, I you're know, on the I... other end of the spectrum. Absolutely. We're, we're not in that, that supposed sweet spot of like sevens and eights. Yes. Everyone else is a seven and an eight. That's only, that's they make the majority of the shoes are sevens and eights. Absolutely. That's a lie. Yes. That is a lie. And you know it. There's nines and tens and fives and sixes out there. It, you know we need shoes. See us. Right. <laughs> see us. Attach your fucking retinas right. and see us. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's the same thing with like extra small. It's like a million extra sw- yes. small, small. And then there's like seven larges yes. and like four extra larges. Yes. And it's like, bitch, come on. You know what I mean? This is America. Come on. <laughs> don't, don't, let's not fuck around here. Actually, this is what Beyonce like, hey, if you, you want to add to the wish, like the wait list, it's like, what do you mean? Why is there a wait list? Right. Why is there a wait? If right. there's if there's a wait list, that means there's a need and the there's average, a demand. The average American woman is what? A 10? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10, 12. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. Whatever. See us. See us. <laughs> See us. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, just like, so I took the plan B. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, no, it's it's cool. And it's, um, I took the plan B. It's fine. It, it, like, but I felt really blue afterwards, and mm-hmm. and and like, 
I for, I forgot what it's like, and so That's I. It's also such a cute way of saying it. I felt really blue afterwards. <laughs> I did. I felt really blue. I mean, like, I, I how about it's this? Like I, on the back, yeah. It's like you're gonna feel a little blue. <laughs> <laughs> because like listen i have i have i have suffered major depressive episodes that mm-hmm. this was not it no and, yeah. and so like i don't want to um characterize this as something other than feeling a little blue like mm-hmm. yeah you know like you feel a little no, off no i feel you yeah as opposed okay. to a feeling depressed which is like a whole other fucking thing so right. um oh, yeah i felt a little blue yeah <laughs> That's exactly what depression sounds like. <laughs> oh God! It sounds a lot oh, like Quincy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Quince? You okay? Oh, Shout out to Quincy. She's a mascot for this fucking podcast. But, no, yeah, but no. Sorry, continue, continue. But no, yeah, you were feeling blue after taking. And it's just a, and you know, you feel a certain way, and like I just remember feeling like, bitch, you are forty. And you cannot, you can't get the pull out, pull out game in check. And I remember going downstairs and looking at my husband. He's like, "If I have to get an abortion, I'm gonna snip so you myself. Yeah. I'm gonna snip you myself." No, yeah. Well, because it's because yeah, uh, well, no. Th- I mean, yeah. I mean, in all honesty, that's entirely fair. I mean, because <laughs> that's, that's entirely fair. Because that's, 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 yeah. that's a whole other thing. It's a whole other thing. It's like going through. It's like. If you can go to a place that doesn't have people outside of it trying to harass you, telling you they're making yes. the wrong decision, then it's like, then it's, I mean, just the whole physical thing. It's yes. just a pain in the ass. Wait, are there are there um, Planned Parenthoods where there are like people outside hyping you up? No, but there should be. Yeah, like, be well, like bitch, you're like, making the right decision. Well, like, like, I know there's some people you, that like your right, career. Yeah, yeah, just like clap. Yeah, marketing, yeah. marketing. Actually, what they should just be inside, slow clapping for you as they walk you into the room, yeah. and then yeah. you have to like high five them as you walk. Yeah, by. exactly. Like, you know when like the the bulls come out like in the mm-hmm. line. Not, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, they're dumping champagne on you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just you're like yeah, because like, yeah, because they career. can't do it afterwards because you're knocked the fuck out. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> It is like, I don't know. I mean, I would the last time I went to Planned Parenthood. I mean, this is a while ago. The last time I went to Planned Parenthood, it was just like I just got walked in. I just got shuffled into a room with a bunch of other just like shell shocked like, ladies, unconscious yeah. women. Yeah. Just like, and I was like, we all just have to sit here together. Like, I was like, okay, <laughs> like there is some sense of community, but yeah. also it's just like this is weird. <laughs> like, like this as is opposed to like a bunch of people like, bitch, you're doing it, right? Like, yeah. go back to your barista right. job. Like, yeah. like at least get like cookies and juice if mm-hmm. you give blood. Like, you should get something. They should be get. They should give you something. They should give a, you a, a vibrator. Sucker. Yeah, a sucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a a piece of candy, some chocolate, like a piece of candy. I I don't know like a, it should be a pizza party i don't fucking know but you need something like you're really yeah. racking your brain like what could we give all these people <laughs> yeah i'm th- i'm really thinking i was like maybe like because because a, a cup th- of tea a cup of, i mean like a thing like that is nice but i'm thinking about like kind of um filling like the psychic hole there like maybe they all leave and um they all get to engage in a <clears throat> a, uh, a text flirtation yeah. Like with like uh, it doesn't have to be a real dude. It could be ChatGPT. Right. This would be this would be a good application of right. it. Right. This is when AI could come. Could be, and, and it'd be like a like a genuine connection mm-hmm. with like a guy that you're like texting. <laughs> That's like yes. After you've gone through got an abortion, the fr- the first thing you want is to be like, hey, ooh, he's interested. Yeah. <laughs> 
hey i'm out of commission for the next like six weeks so, like, but uh, yeah to like what is it how long is it it's like at least a month I don't know if it's, I don't even think it's that long, but it's like, honestly, I think it'd just be even like attention and care and nurturing yes. from like a person yeah. that expects nothing from you. Like a boyfriend cafe. Yes, right. <laughs> that, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And it's like a textual. We're making money. Yeah. Okay. okay. We're, this is a business I, plan. Patent pending, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but it's just writing it right now. <laughs> It's just like how you're doing. Like, do you want me to like um, DoorDash you some soup? Mm-hmm. Like that sort of shit. Yes, no, that totally. should be it. It's this textual, like, um, brief interlude where, like, and it organically peters out. Yeah, like it organically <laughs> peters out. Like it is. It, this text thread is there for you for as long as you need it, ladies. And, and it you orga- literally edit yourself. And you literally you send that last text, and then you just walk out of the restaurant. Yeah. You know what I mean? You walk out of the restaurant. You just like put your coat on and just walk away. <laughs> And you know what I mean? It's just like the end of a movie. And then and it's like you're holding the like DoorDash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just like that, it was over. <laughs> and I knew that I didn't need him anymore. Right, yeah. Like, it's, I think that's. <laughs> just like that, I got an IUD. <laughs> 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 like that's that's it because like I don't want to make any sort of reproductive choices for anybody like no. when they go in and out. Um, you know, I like that's like people regret this but he's got on birth control. Like you don't fucking. I mean, I am very anti birth control and the, what hormones do to fucking women. It's fucked up. Honestly, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I mean, I, I, to be honest with you, most med- most medication. Okay, and this is kind of what I was going to touch on earlier when we were just like talking about well, one year retinas popping out. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, well, because okay, I feel like. That's what always kinds of happens or this can happen in this country a lot is like it's like the last minute like okay it's actually the most extreme and now mm-hmm. everyone's like okay you actually have to do something about this because everything every other time it's just like okay well this might be a thing but like it's going to be some testing yes. and like over the next six to eight months yes. to maybe a year to maybe two years. Just keep coming in and we'll just keep poking at you and it's yes. going to cost you a few hundred dollars every time and like we'll just see what happens. And I feel like that's the same thing with like one trying to find a birth control that you like that mm-hmm. actually I mean and most of them don't even have like what not I don't want to say the accuracy but like the like for the protect like there's fails in there all the time. People yes. get pregnant on IUDs. Yes. People get pregnant on all forms of birth Absolutely. control. Like that's not there. And then also looking at like <laughs> bringing it all together um, with the uh, um like Zoloft and like yeah. you know what I mean just like those medications and then, then that just like numbs fully, your orgasms well right yeah. yeah well no and that's the other fucked up thing is that like okay if your mental health is great but you actually don't want to have sex for the rest of your life now and it's like you there's got to be a balance Mm-mm. and it's also like trying to find the medication that's right for you I feel like people should like go on like a six months just like away from like you not doing work yeah. not doing anything you're just solely focused on like how's my brain actually feeling? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? With yeah. not like a bunch of other stressors and everything else sure. and then slowly get worked back into society <laughs> once you've found something. Because it's insane to me that you're like doing brain chemistry and like trying to do your job at the same time. Like, you know what I mean? I know that's like, that's a very like idealistic like way of seeing it. Yeah. But like if you, oh, you're like fully laughing at me. <laughs> you're like, you're just, you're just like, can you what? <laughs> but like there's gotta, there, it just doesn't make sense because it's like, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. I took five fucking Seroquel for like half a year and now I just like have weird food cravings all the time like I'm not even on it anymore and I'm just like in the middle of the night I'm just like waking up like shoving chips in my mouth you know what I mean (laughs) like if I've fully eaten out of the trash like (laughs) that's because of this shit so whatever but and I'm also famously not in therapy we all know this failures you know I am not in therapy so I'm not the one to listen to but this is just how I feel about it okay (laughs) 
don't take my advice. Don't live how I'm living. I also have a tooth that definitely has a hole in it, and I'm not doing anything about oh, that. Oh, it's either, whistling. So. It's whistling. No, it just like sort of like broke. <laughs> And I've just been like, I don't know, I'll figure it out. I, I mean, I, I have bad teeth problems, too. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm rotting from the inside. Like, if, you, if everyone knows me, like, you know that I love a cigarette and a Diet Coke before every <laughs> single show. Truly, like, I've had people that have, like, I know have drug addictions being like, ew. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, what? What? Because I have a Diet Coke or two and I smoke a, a couple of cig- uh, uh, you, you know. do love a Diet Coke. You know what I mean? A Diet Coke and a, and a, a little smoky. Like, a that sounds good. Smoky. Yeah, a little smoky. That sounds good. Like you're just like, because I. It's just like. But also, that's just your vibe. That's my vibe. (laughs) 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 Like I'm, so I'm kind of rotting from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I get. I used to have a root canal about every year. Because like I'd be like, okay, it's about that time. Like I'm feeling that tingle in there, oh, no. and then I would be like, it would reach that's a another thing. They fuck those up all the time too. The time. I got a bad root canal. Mm-hmm. 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 It's like, why did I spend? It's like I spent how much money on this, and it didn't even work. I mean, oh, but it's, it's and you're yeah. not gonna fix it. And I can't even go in and be like, hey, you fucked this up. Can you fix it? Well, we don't know. What about are you talking that. about? You gotta go back and get it fixed. No, no, no. I'm saying when I did, they oh, were like, oh, I don't know, and then just took. You know what I mean? It was yeah, just yeah. like more yeah, money. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not gonna fix. You fucked this up and you're not going to fix it for free this is a this is a free refill situation <laughs> like, what do you mean you're not going to fix it i <laughs> no, did yeah this, <laughs> this is a free refill situation you got to take right this is, I, I bought be. the i bought the cup you're refilling right you're refilling baby right yeah no 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 no. i always ask at places whenever i get a diet coke if there's a free refill and if because because i gotta know i gotta know how i'm i'm portioning out my Diet Coke for the rest of this meal. Right. Well, it's whether you have one to two or seven. That's right. That's right. Am I spending $7 on Diet Coke or am I spending 30? How do you go to sleep? Because you have them very late at night. And that's like more caffeine. There's more caffeine in Diet Coke. Oh, the look on your face right now. There's more you're really thinking. Like there's more caffeine in Diet Coke than there is in regular Coke. You're assuming I'm going to sleep. (laughs) <laughs> do you sleep? I know. I assume that you sleep at some point. I, I do. Assume that I there's, do. There's got to be some time when you rest. I do. I um. I'm on meds that like kind of really help me go to mm. sleep because I I have uh, historically had deep issues with insomnia. Sleep, yeah. Yeah. So like I do have, have meds, but th- they're not supposed to like knock me out like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of used to it, and then mm-hmm. I just kind of like. I don't know. It doesn't affect me that way. You know, I used to have a very, very serious DC addiction in high school. Like I used DC to. Addiction. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. I used to in high school, like between sophomore and senior year, at about eight o'clock, I would crack open a fresh two liter DC. Crack it up. Like I'm talking about the two liter, right? That's the yes. size of my torso. Yeah, that's half your body. That's my. Yeah. That's the size of my torso. Yeah. And I would drink that between eight and midnight, an entire two liter, two liter. And that didn't include the DCs I would have during the day. Stop calling them DCs. <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to like legitimize this and make it make you sound like hard or something. You're drinking Diet Coke, like you're drinking Diet Coke. If no. you know Diet Coke really well, she, she says that, that you can call her DC. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. No, oh, yeah. So you Our were like, so you were like that lady. There was like, I remember there was like some episode of like Dr. Phil or whatever. And it was just a lady who was like, the second she woke up in the morning, she was like, Diet Coke, Diet Coke all day, no water, just Diet, Diet Coke. Coke. I mean, that's why, like, I recently have started incorporating water because, like, you know, you historically, like, very famously, I have thick pee. Like, my urine is thick. It hurts coming out of my hole because it's like, 
gooey and thick. And it's because I hate water. I mean, like, I'm on that note, our guest today, everybody. (laughs) We're uh, we're a full half an hour in. And our guest today is Unji Kim, thick peer, (laughs) PC lover. Famously. Recently took a plan B. (laughs) Fully a mother of two. (laughs) Right, comedian, mother of two. You've seen her on TV. <laughs> her eyeballs almost popped out of her head. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Auntie Kim. Thank you. Welcome to failure. We're so we're so happy to have you. Honestly, we're ha- we're not even we're halfway through this one, and I'm like, we're gonna have to have her back. This is this is a part two, part three situation. Clearly. <laughs> Um, so I, I fail all the time. I fail all the time. I fail all the time. I was recently telling my students this. I was like, you got to fail. Like, I tell mm-hmm. my son this all the time. You have to fail. Like, I think failure, some of this is, I think, my background in improv, but, like, failure is so fundamental to succeeding. Like, because you don't, I mean, especially in something like this, like in comedy or anything in life, like it's so cyclical and mm-hmm. there's no way you understand that you're up unless you know you, uh, unless you've been <laughs> down. Been down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? I have no idea no, what my yeah. retinas should feel like until I realize how they, they should right. feel. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. No, I mean, yeah, there's no, yeah, no, that's, you're totally right. You said something about this earlier and I was trying to come back to it, but I've just been just everything's just washing My over me pee. yeah I'm just washing walk. over you. yeah exactly <laughs> Jeez Louise. no yeah do you want to get because okay yes you're a comedian you're a mother of two we've <laughs> amongst other things um were you always doing comedy was comedy always a thing no for you no i started comedy late i started comedy in my 30s so, really? Yeah, yeah. I started comedy after I got married, and I turned thirty, and I had a steady source of income, and uh, <laughs> that was my husband. <laughs> like, wait, so a, you were married. Wait, you guys, were, you were married. I was fully married in my thirties when I started doing comedy improv. What made you? What made you steady do source that? of income? And my ukulele I, okay. classes at Old Town stop. And so I was. I you were teaching ukulele. No, I was, I was taking, taking ukulele. I was, I was serious ukulelist. Ukulelist. What? Okay, I'm, I'm assuming this is what 2000... 2011? Right. That's peak I mean, ukulele. This oh baby, peak ukulele ah, baby. time. I, I was only wearing Peter Pan collars. Baby. Right. Exactly. I know exactly who you were. Oh, I know exactly. Thick bang. Yes. Exactly. Yes, little yes. little guitar. Oh, little baby. fake guitar. Right. Exactly. Oh my god. I'm so cute. And onion. I'm so sexy uh, um yeah yeah that was definitely uh, i was a doe de chanel um and so i those ukulele classes ended and i was just bad at it and look before that <laughs> so i was just like i get I, I my friend was like i think you'd like this um because i was always funny like at parties or whatever you know mm-hmm. and and I had tried stand up when I was like nineteen, when I dropped out of college, and mm-hmm. like uh, I tried it and just really failed. What were you going to college for? Sorry, we're going to such. Uh, I was uh, in college to smoke weed, and uh, I was studying that pretty hard, and uh, kind of crazy <laughs> that I decided to take a break from it. <laughs> 
to start like on uh, sabbatical. I, I was smoking a lot of it in college, and I was just like, this is really. I was majoring in it, and I was really um, doing well. Mm-hmm. But I decided to drop out in order to sell it, mm-hmm. and so. <laughs> oh really? Oh my God! The lives, the multitude of lives. I mean, truly, like, um, mm-hmm. and that's where like I got into that like. I, I, yeah, I got into like a pewter deal with a bunch of Albanians and like you got into a what? Um, and like a deal to like it was I was it, whatever this I'm sure I don't know what the statue of limitations is, but like you know, um, it was yeah. Don't tell on yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was a pewter deal, and I got fucked out of a thousand dollars by a bunch of Albanians and like I just that's when I was like twenty. Bunch of <laughs> yeah, I mean like that's what I mean. Like I'm, I was so naive. Like not only did I get screwed once but then i got screwed a second time because i like gave them the benefit of the doubt and so i gave them a thousand dollars like i gave them five and then i gave them another five five? that's right and so and anyways so i went through that period and then like you know my 20s were uh a wash but um (laughs) truly like you're talking about failure like during my 20s i started a t-shirt company So like you guys, for those of you I'm youngs, sorry. for you youngs, you don't understand that T-shirts I'm were sorry, the Bitcoin. <laughs> t-shirt companies were the Bitcoin of the early 2000s. This is very true. Absolutely. Like what was it called? Uh, Threadless. Was, Threadless. Yes. That's right. That's yes. right. Th- they had a shop. They they started they here. Those dudes, yeah, here. Yeah, those, yeah, those dudes are from here. Those dudes are from here. So that's what I mean. T-shirt companies were like the fucking startup of that era. Honestly, that shit might be coming back. Considering how we're all sort, everything's like circling Absolutely. back. If you it, print off like a hundred Jesus oh. or Jesus my homeboy shirts, and you could be a million. Like you would be like, honestly, don't take. Uh, that's my idea. Okay, pen, pen, <laughs> yeah, pending. yeah. There's a lot of patent pendings. <laughs> Mary's my home girl. Remember that <laughs> yes! shit. Yeah. Um, oh my god. I, mine was um called Iron E, and um because I that was like my rap name, Dude. and I was <laughs> what I was like I, I never I was never spitting bars or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I was that was like my like funny like rap name if I ever became a rapper. And, iron E. That's a good so, one. Yeah, That's very then, you. And I would uh, iron like words onto sh- t-shirts, mm-hmm. and they were all like cut artisanally and shit. And then um, I that failed. And then I tried to manage um, a jug band. <laughs> Again, this is early 2000s. Jug bands were huge. <laughs> I know you're telling the truth. Yeah. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> no, but this is so also so specific. Right. Like you're understanding the kind of hipster. <laughs> I really How did you come across one? Because I really believed in them. <laughs> I really oh thought they, my god. I really thought they had something. Oh my god. You are ridiculous. Continue. <laughs> continue. Just rattle them off. So I, um I really <laughs> tried to get them a bunch of gigs. Try to manage that drug band. That didn't work out. And then um, you know, I worked at my parents' uh beauty supply for like a while. Mm-hmm. You know, I sold I've sold a lot of weave and perm. And your parents own a beauty supply? Not anymore. Not anymore. That that failed. Yeah, I come from a family of failures. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) where was the beauty supply at? West Side. Got you. Got you. So it's like it was on Harlem, and uh, Mm. so like it uh, by like uh, Austin and like that Austin area, and so um, right before it turns into Oak Park, and so yeah, my parents' business. My parents have lost four businesses and two homes. Whoa! So I'm saying like. 
yeah, this is my I'm generational failure. Like it's kind of generational <laughs> failure. You know what I mean? Like it feels like this is I'm, no, I'm fulfilling yeah. a destiny. No, yeah, this is and, what you're uh, meant to do. Yeah, you're, the gold, you're the golden child. <laughs> got, yeah, can you imagine having like Asian people? Like I know people who have gone to jail. Like in my family. Like that's the. <laughs> Like I mean, baby, no, like, that's yeah. that's it. Oh so um, yeah, so I worked at that beauty supply for a minute, and then I would like try out. So yeah, I would like I finally got back to school, uh, went back to college. But yeah, I like I just I've been a bad hostess. I've been fire. I mean, a whole bunch of stuff. So that's my background before I finally got to comedy mm-hmm. and in my thirties. <laughs> <laughs> After the t shirt business yeah, and the drug band, band and everything. I didn't, didn't pan out. And You're then, like, I'm going to bet on me. I'm going like, to bet on <laughs> One more time. Give one more time. <laughs> Let's give this a go. Right. Because also, I didn't, I just, it was like, I was a hobbyist. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, I, I, would, I was just, you know what I mean? I was just like, what about this? Right. You know, like, I guess I'll try this. Because I, I was always like, you know, kind of tangentially creative, mm-hmm. right? I was like a funny hipstery person on mm-hmm. the scene. Like mm-hmm. you could, I could have very well wound up like having a semi a successful Etsy store. No, for sure. You know, and like yeah. working at a thing and mm-hmm. like whatever, being a manager. What, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all of these things were like, sometimes when I think about my sliding door situation, like I'm in a polycule. You know what I mean? Wait, what? <laughs> I'm in a, a, I'm in a polycule, like on a polyamorous relationship mm-hmm. that like where I'm the third wheel. Oh. And like I'm the person that's least in the rotation. <laughs> You know, right? You're just like when people have time. Yeah, 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 that's cool. That's cool. Like whatever. And and then you know, and like I, I like knit interesting mittens, Mm -hmm. and like that, like that's my sliding doors. (laughs) Like it's like that, or I'm like a a very successful like copywriter and uh, creative director. Like it's Mm -hmm. all possible. No, totally. No, yeah. And uh, and so I started comedy, and yeah, that's I started in my 30s. That's sort of like that's how I started. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was horrible. Horrible. And you started with improv. You started yeah. improv first. And I was horrible at it. Horrible. <laughs> and that's the thing is like at I O. And I O. And then yeah. I did all of the all of it. But mm-hmm. I was horrible. Nobody told me to keep going. No no teacher or uh, other fellow student was like, oh yeah, let's like you want to be on an independent team together or like right. you're gonna be on a house team or a teacher being like, You really have something. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like told me no. Actively, we're like, maybe you should stop. Right, like, like you don't have to keep giving you don't us have to money. Keep, yeah, you don't have to keep <laughs> doing this. Like you and everyone was saying no, but constantly mm-hmm. failing. And I kept being like, but what if I kept doing it? Right, but what if I just don't stop? <laughs> what if I don't stop and mm-hmm. I keep failing constantly? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's how it started. And I just did it for six years. I eventually started getting better and like um, actually getting placed on teams and all that stuff and mm-hmm. like trusting my voice. And I eventually, the reason why I started doing stand up was because I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I started doing stand up when I was like 36 weeks pregnant. And how old were you? 30, 33. 33. Yeah. Got you. So, yeah. So, what, so, wait, what, what inspired that? Because. No, it, like now it's a lot more common instead of improv that like one there's like older people, mm-hmm. two people of color, mm-hmm. and then three, um, uh, any women mm-hmm. with consistency after they got married and have children. Mm-hmm. So usually they just like would drop out, mm-hmm. and um, that's kind of when I was coming up. So this is like two thousand and what like fourteen, fifteen. Mm-hmm. So now I think it's very different. There's it's much more common, but uh, I 
everyone on my teams at that point were like young men that like were freaked out by my body. Uh, like so yeah. when you're in, a, in you're in doing improv like you're engaging yeah. physically at, like and they just yeah. couldn't I mean I was accustomed to people not seeing me um, as a woman or mm-hmm. you know and so like therefore like you know uh, with a lot of like 24 year old I think people like if you if you're not trying to fuck or this or that like they do not they, they it, like it's like it's like error error like they mm-hmm. do not compute right if your life isn't doesn't like match up Yes. Exactly to theirs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you're not dealing with this, like they just don't understand what like what's happening. Is. Or like, right. or they think it's so far removed. Right. They think that like you mm-hmm. are somehow living in, a, in an alternate reality. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, bitch, I'm also on the internet. Right. We, we both show up to this <laughs> yeah. class. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? We're, We're doing it. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, that's honestly like I would, um, so I could just see and perceive like how uncomfortable they were. And also it is hard to watch a a very, like audiences really didn't like watching like a heavily pregnant woman be like, whoosh, whoosh. You know what I mean? Like it right. was. They're like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, they were worried. They were like, right. go home. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was very much a go home Roger vibe. And like, <laughs> like Go home, Roger. Like, what are you doing no, here? For it sure. is ten thirty, right. and there's only four of us here. Right. Like, what? Right. Like, we can only suspend our disbelief so much. Yes. You know what I mean? So she's not supposed to be pregnant in this scene. Yeah. Okay. okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's pretending to drink a beer. <laughs> Seems pretty fucked up to me. She's actively smoking smoking a fake cigarette. She's miming cigarettes. She she can't stop shooting guns. Right. Like, like, that was one of my first uh, stand-up jokes where I would, like, pretend to punch my stomach. Oh, my God. People hated it. Oh, my God. (laughs) People fucking hated it. Oh, my God. And that gives you any indication of my vibe early on. But, that makes sense. That makes yes, sense. It all clocks. And like, <laughs> so that's when I started. So yeah, it's been, that's, and yeah, that's, that's really been my trajectory. Like, and I, and for a while I was really doing the two very intensely together. Mm-hmm. Like I would say I was doing like two shows a week stand up, two shows a week wow. improv. And like, that was sort of like the clip at which I was doing. I was also still doing a lot of solo sketch. I was mm-hmm. doing a lot of stuff at Second City. Up until I would say like f- three or four years ago when I kind of s- started mostly doing stand up. Mm-hmm. I.e., pandemic. Yes. Or like right before. Right pandemic. before. Like I was kind of like booking mostly only stand up shows mm-hmm. and kind of writing that. I mean, I would still do like improv every once in a while, but mm-hmm. post pandemic, no. I still am open to it. <laughs> whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> A fucking kind of thing. <laughs> this is what improv is. Whoosh, whoosh. Um, I know. I've been uh, mulling uh, the idea over of like trying improv again because I haven't done it in a very long time. It's fun. It's fun. I mean, like, it yeah. is fun. It's a different part of your brain. I think now, too, I won't go to the instructor like two weeks into class and be like, so do you think I can be on SNL? Um, <laughs> That's not what you said. <laughs> I was like 20. I was like 20. I don't even know. I was like that early twenties. So, I was like, it's so, like this. That's the that's thing. So, okay, so let me tell you what one of my biggest failures with it, it was. This is a solo sketch story. Mm-hmm. So like with improv, you, you get um, there's always like a big showcase at the end of the year. That's like for um, basically there's a big showcase 
that like then uh, Sharna used to or like some people pick the next people that will be in the showcase for the SNL producers that come. Mm-hmm. So um, that like and that for that you have to do solo sketch. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's what the audition is for SNL. You mm-hmm. just are a character or like whatever you do impressions. This bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. So um, for a while that that's like kind of a lot of what I was doing. I would say you know for like three, four, or five years, I was doing a lot of that, mm-hmm. along with improv, and right? Mm-hmm. Because that's the writing muscle in this regard. Right. So uh, I was doing, um, I was at Second City, I was in the the Bob Curry Fellowship, and I got like uh, the opportunity to do um, a really big show case for NBC producers, and like it was like the big showcase. Mm-hmm. And uh, the solo sketch I was doing at the time, I was, uh, I had like a, for a cape that I would wear to be like Genghis Khan. Mm-hmm. And then I had another outfit that where I was like um, Kim Jong-un like playing basketball. And so I, so before, I just wanted you to, I tell you this so you can understand the picture of me holding a basketball and wearing a full cape with like a fake mustache taped to my mouth and being backstage before this huge show, right? And, um, you know, before you go on stage, usually like you kind of like are breathing and like whatever, kind of getting yeah, into a place. To, like, center yeah. some way. Yeah. Yes. And like focus. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm like doing that. I'm breathing and I'm breathing. And like I have my hand on the doorknob to go onto the stage. Mm-hmm. And as I'm breathing, I and I have my hand on the thing, I think I'm about to bomb. And I open <gasps> up the door and I go out there. And Kenya, when I tell you it was one of the most humiliating, the bomb was, I could hear people's ice melting. <gasps> no, yeah, it's just like silence. <laughs> like, like you could, I watched this kid in the front row who was like 12, who was clearly there because he loves comedy and he mm-hmm. made his parents bring him to this place. Mm-hmm. I watched that boy decide to become a lawyer. Do you know what I mean? Like I watch him look at me and be like, I don't want to do this. He's like this is not for like, me. Like I'm like dribbling a <laughs> basketball on stage, like sweating. <laughs> like I like, just like just push through it. Push just keep through. doing. Just I'm keep doing it. Dribbling and like and dr- the sound of a basketball echoing, yeah, in a packed theater, and no one's responding. No one's right. People are look. They, it wasn't even they weren't mad. They looked worried. <laughs> hey, you, you just like turned. You're like, I said I'm unwell. You know what I mean? <laughs> they looked worried. They were like, oh, oh, no. Like, it was like that was the energy. Yeah. And I, I, I like just turned around and like I had to resist the impulse to turn around and be like, I'm okay though. <laughs> No, because that, no, that's the absolute worst feeling. And I've had, I've, yeah, that, no, that's, okay. It's one thing where, like, people just don't think you're funny. Yes. It's, you know what I mean? And they're just the not pity. responding that way. Yeah, it's a whole other thing when everyone, you know, everyone's just, like, looking at you, so, like, this so sadly. Yes. That happened. That happened to me. It was during pandemic. We were doing an outdoor show. And there a lot of shit had been going on. Like, it was, I mean, that whole summer, everything was crazy. Yes. But I had started, speaking of, um, you know, jokes about your body and pregnancy, I, um, I was trying to start 
doing some bit about how I thought I was pregnant. And then uh, it would go into like me doing an act out of my ovaries. Cause like the whole thing was about how like I thought I was pregnant, but it was just my ovaries fucking with me because they knew I shouldn't be having sex with the guy that I was having sex with. So they were like threatening, <laughs> you know, threatening oh, yeah, yeah. pregnancy, but like they were I protesting. F- exactly. <laughs> so like, but, right. But okay. Also just the look on your face as I was trying to explain this, yeah. like clearly this is why I stopped doing it. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, you're like, totally. That makes sense. But like, I just, all I got out was, so I think I'm, so I think I thought I was pregnant. And like, that's all I can get out. And then all of a sudden I just like freeze. And then I try to start saying something else. I don't know, but like everything's just collapsing inside of me. And I've only been like on stage for like maybe two minutes. And I'm like, instead of just like, I was like, I can't just run away. Like I can't just run. I'm also in the middle of a park. Like everyone's on this hill watching me. I can't just run away from this. So then I like try to pivot into some other joke about like racism. And it's like all, and then it ends with me doing a dance. Like I just started (laughs) dancing. I just started like literally. On a hill. Yeah. Just like dancing on a hill at the bottom of a hill. You know what I mean? Because I literally that's where I was. I was bottom of the barrel, just trying to scrape something out of it. And yeah, I like get off, and then it's like I can't hide anywhere because no. there's no there's Backstage. nowhere to hide. Yeah, right. there's nowhere. There's nothing. And it's also during the day, probably. It's right. like it's like yeah. it's, it's like late sun. after. Yeah, it's yeah. full sun, and I gotta clean this shit up because yeah. it's my show. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it was just like I was like I want to die. <laughs> And then all I got was just like a bunch of messages from people being like, hey, like reaching out, like trying to make me feel better. And I was like, please don't like, please don't like, please like just pretend like this didn't happen and that I don't exist. The like, reach outs, like the it's really the pity of it. Right. Like I just I remember because that, that the bomb that I'm describing, like it fucked me up. Like I, I, it fucked me up for weeks. Like, I, oh well, yeah, that's. I mean, well, weeks. yeah, that's much higher stakes. I was at a fucking pandemic show, just being like, uh. No, I mean, I for sure. I'm also. I am. I would say if there are ever stakes, mm-hmm. I am gonna fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> that is sort of like kind of my vibe. Like you know, hey, me too. Yeah, honestly. like um, that is sort of my thing. I was like, you know what? I love to squander opportunities. <laughs> That is my vibe. <laughs> like, is there an opportunity I can take advantage of and that would lift me up out of this situation? Squander. Like, right. I'm like gonna show up late, be unprepared, and like mm-hmm. really, while like, did I ever tell you about the time that I I had a general meeting with um, ABC Casting and I thought it was um, like a general casting, like I thought it was like ABC like Acme or like One Two Three Plumbing, mm-hmm. like they try to be the first in a phone book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it turned out it was the network that wanted to sit down with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, we think we, we we see some we see something here. And I was like, so what whatever. You- and because I just thought it was like a regular casting agent, I was mm-hmm. like, took it seriously, but I didn't compute that it was the network. Right. That they were like potentially trying to place you. Yes, in a place like and, and I and the self tape I su- just give you a contract and fit you in yes. every once in a while. Yes, and they the self tape I submitted was so bad, and then I had the meeting with them, and I was like, they liked me, and it was so they were like, we don't understand like the level of self tape that you submitted, and like the person we met did not match. <laughs> And they were like, where, where, where is the right. person? Like, right. Who is this person? Right. And so they asked me to submit again because they're like, the self tape was so bad. Right. We'll give I, you another shot. Squander, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
<laughs> squander baby oh my I, god I, I like that's why that is something that i um actively in therapy about because i of how much i squander like, no for sure it's like any sort of stakes really freaks me out okay i wasn't gonna okay this is like the one time i wasn't gonna talk about astrology but we are both virgos and mm -hmm. i feel like that is kind of the virgo way yeah it's like everyone thinks it's like got it all together yeah. you can do it she can do it totally capable and then it's just like that um the the neuroses yes. of being it's just yes. like how about i just how about i just not how about i just stay where i'm at yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> like what oh it's I, right there what if i just knock all this over right, and right. Then start again right yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it actually what happened was was that beyonce actually sucked all that energy up and just kept it for herself that's everyone's like illuminati or like she's a witch yes. yeah she took all the virgo energy for herself love her love her to death but we're all fucked um, and i actually get it i mean right. I, I i will say that um, something's been helping with my impulse towards failure, which like, because I get accustomed to it. I like, we talking about, like we started off talking about what you get accustomed to. I get accustomed to feeling bad. Wait, so I was, I've been talking about this. I just talked about this on my, on my podcast, Two Kim's mm -hmm. One Pod. Yes. Um, but I. <laughs> Leave that out. Christine, cut that. <laughs> Two Kim's One Pod. Uh, <laughs> you can't get this out. Two Kim's One Pod. Uh, <laughs> But um, I I think this is like so fundamental to my like um, personality and ethos uh, as a like how I conduct myself in my POV is um, I my first memory is like I have like fuzzy memories of like Korea kind of stuff, you know, and like mm -hmm. the place that we lived when we first came. Mm -hmm. um, but like the first moment when like I came online like where i was like a person mm -hmm. was when i um peed myself like i remember never forget like i was uh preschool looking up at miss jackson not being able to speak english and like asking her to i like in korean trying to ask her where the bathroom is and urinating on myself <gasps> and so this is the sensation <laughs> can you this is the, yeah this is like a sensation though it is extreme shame mm -hmm. and extreme relief because mm -hmm. yeah. i was peeing mm -hmm. But at the same time, like the heat of the urine mm -hmm. and the heat on my face are something that like right now when I close my eyes, I can still feel. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. that to me is like that's that, I think that's the that's like the, the source of my squandering. Mm -hmm. Like I love mm -hmm. I like to feel shame, but I, it feels like relief. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have that pressure on me anymore. Mm -hmm. I fucked it up. So I'm like ashamed, mm -hmm. but I'm also like relieved. No, I you know I get that. I get that. I don't know if it's a shame thing for me. I think it's just like, I think I've always considered myself to just be sort of like on the out, like everyone else has got some sort of like guide or whatever. Like yes. I'm just sort of like on the outskirts and like, okay, well I'm always just going to be kind of like over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's more of a like, it's a separate thing. It's like, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just over. I'm just. So, but that doesn't necessarily imply failure. But that doesn't necessarily yeah, imply failure. <laughs> but so you think. Hey, <laughs> I'm not a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, but I mean, like, because I feel the same way. Mm -hmm. Like, I do not definitely see myself as a pack of, or, uh, of anything or a part of a cohort mm -hmm. uh, or a group of people. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like I said, I was 30 when I started comedy. No, there was like yeah. nobody. I didn't really fuck with anybody. Mm -hmm. um, I had like friends and mm -hmm. like that I'm still friends with for sure. Mm -hmm. But like, I, like I said, I was bad. So no one was trying to like put me on a team. <laughs> I wasn't like, you know, like it was. Right, yeah. I, I was just always trying to get better on my own. Mm -hmm. And I started a group. I did this, but I always like did that 
on my own. Mm -hmm. And I, um, even now in of comedy, I don't think I would like say that I am a part of a cohort or a group. No, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. So no, like, yeah. I always see myself as separate too, but that is not the source of why I think I'm a failure. Mm -hmm. Like that in and of itself intrinsically is not tied to, because in high school I was like that too. Mm -hmm. Like I was kind of friends with all, but not, like did not have a core no yeah you group. just sort of like bopped around bopped around i had like three or four friends but we even were not i mean actually once my friend was like you guys are the brain trust because <laughs> we sat, sat by our like just yeah i mean again like um, my friends from high school like this, this is the these are the high school these are the colleges they went to okay and uh, this is my core group of friends from high school mm -hmm. they went to northwestern mit harvard Right, yeah. No, same. That's N it. I, NYU, Stanford. <laughs> yes. Yeah, everybody went to really good schools. And Prince, I, NYU, Stanford, Princeton. Not, I, I, I failed out of DePaul. Yeah. I, 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 failed, I failed out of college three different yeah. times. Yeah, I was, I was majoring Bots, right? Weed. weed. You were in. You were weed. majoring weed. Yes. And so, like, I was majoring in alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, I was you majoring know, in just partying and just being be, irresponsible. Being fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. And um, but like, th so for me, being not part of a group is not intrinsically tied to failure. Mm -hmm. I think it's more um, like, you know, for you, it's you being, a, you think being a part of a group me implies more like success. Is that it? Hmm. No, I think, uh, I mean, I guess in a way, I think it also just feels like to me, like, okay, well these people, oh my God, this is gonna get way too heavy and dark, but uh, in, in some way, shape or form, these people deserve this thing or like, they they were this is meant for them and it's not meant for me i'm like i'm meant to just sort of like be <laughs> stop oh, looking like, at you me like, that. You, like you deserve to eat shit and they deserve mm -hmm. caviar mm -hmm. yeah yeah i get that yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah i get yeah, that like yeah, yeah. my life yeah. is like meant to be like <laughs> hard or whatever yeah, yeah if i'm lucky like i'll get to have bad. some yeah if i'm lucky i get to turn that shit into a sandwich yeah like i'll get to have yeah. bread on the outside yeah i've had little moments of like you know what i mean yeah. like oh this is nice yeah. and i'm like okay that's enough and that's enough yeah, yeah, that's enough. enough. Let's okay. go back. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Don't get, don't let me get used right. to any sort of steak mm -hmm. or caviar or right. anything like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, there is, so because I am actively like, I mean, also, I am 41 mm -hmm. and I am uh, a parent, a mother of two. Mm -hmm. And I will say something that really kicked this shit into overdrive for me is um, having a daughter. Mm -hmm. And one of my friends uh, always telling me, uh, Jack Velker, shout out, is that um, <laughs> you can't give your child anything that you do not have. Mm -hmm. So like um, a sense of uh, self-worth, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. confidence, no, yeah. all that shit. If I don't have it, I can't give it to them. Mm -hmm. So that's really kicked it into overdrive, especially with my daughter, because mm -hmm. I can see in my son, uh, the culture and society gives him Builds, that builds up. it up and implicitly yeah. and also because he because my parents are like immigrant and Asian like they value him as a boy mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. you know, he is a prince he's like the next golden he literally liter he literally is fed grapes mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was kidding like he is <laughs> literally fed grapes his he he does not he, he the skin Ooh. of an apple does not touch his mouth. <laughs> So like I know oh, that sounds amazing. It's it sounds incredible. So nice. So I'm yeah. not trying to. I'm not. I, I don't. I didn't feel it as urgently with him. Mm -hmm. But having given birth to a daughter, I feel it more urgently. Mm -hmm. And so um, with the self worth shit, I, I don't know if. So what I found is I can't. 
I can't think myself into feeling more self-worth or feeling more right. self-confident. What I have been able to do is um, picture myself and meditate myself in, in situations succeeding mm -hmm. and visualize myself what success for me would look like mm -hmm. in that situation. Mm -hmm. And then when I accomplish it, it has resulted in small incremental change and feeling better about myself, mm -hmm. proving myself wrong, <laughs> which I have done very recently, I would say on a number of occasions, mm -hmm. and uh, where there were even stakes, mm -hmm. and I've like shown up for myself. <laughs> what? Bitch, I'm actually on the wrong podcast. <laughs> I should be on success. Winning! <laughs> <laughs> because like, <laughs> But it's like it's been it's been wild because mm -hmm. like it's not like I was like be successful like believe mm -hmm. in yourself and then all of a sudden like I was able to do it for me it had to be um, evidence based mm -hmm. no, <laughs> I totally. need to, I needed to show my work and mm -hmm. I needed to have data backing up these um, assertions I needed mm -hmm. I needed proof mm -hmm. and. I could do it with like I, I I started I'll send it to you. It's like this like um, sound. <laughs> Wait, is it a frequency? Yes, I listen to frequencies. Yes, I listen to frequencies for a good part of the end of last year, and then everything blew the fuck up. So I don't know about that, <laughs> but uh, but no, I no, I mean yeah, I think it's that. I think it's just seeing it. I think I also I came from from I come from a family that's so like oh, what's gonna happen? You know what I mean? Like you constantly need to be prepared. Um, oh yeah, I mean, my parents have uh, McDonald's napkins from the 1990s. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about doing a bit about this on stage. I mean, I mean, truly, I mean, like, my parents moved into their public housing mm -hmm. with uh, ba like boxes of McDonald's <laughs> napkins and like silverware. It's fucked. Up. I mean, I was trying to think about a bit like this about how um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen brown brown napkins yellow with age <laughs> do they really yeah i did not know that but now i do now we all do failures if you, <laughs> you know it's you're down bad if you're if your mcdonald's napkins have gone bad <laughs> you know it's no good if there's a yellow tint to your mcdonald's napkins Get outside. Go for a walk. It looks like like it's like it almost turns like greenish yellow. Like it's crazy. Yeah, That's yeah. crazy. Brown. I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> Google it's it like later. Is this because they're biodegradable? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they like exposed to like too much light or like whatever. Mm -hmm. But they're in the back, so mm -hmm. it might have been moisture. Mm -hmm. But like for sure, like it was no, wild. Yeah. I was like, why do we need this? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you are right. I mean, yeah. The, 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 the shame and the release sort of situation. I mean, it's also like it's a, it's a feeling you're comfortable with, right? It's a Absolutely. thing that you know. You know. That it's, and a, you it's a thing that right. Yes. It's a thing that I deserve. It's a thing that I, I I understand. I don't understand necessarily what the next steps of like I wouldn't say success, but like if if this does go well and like what's on what is on the other side of this? It's like it's easier to be like okay, well my life is kind of like this right now, so why don't I just keep it? Yeah, I, let's but like not continue really, to wallow in the shit. Like, exactly. I know. Yeah. yeah. No. That's the other thing. Is yeah. It's like sitting in shit. That's that. I hate that. I like. That's been a thing. But I mean, that's just like a whatever process. Oh my god. This is like we got like five more minutes left, and I'm just like, <laughs> how are we I gonna mean, wrap it up? I mean, um, the I mean, the, sh the shit is the shit because I will say this. I um I am still living out of the suitcase um that I got back from on tour like six seven weeks ago. <laughs> 
Like I, I, and I like unpacked and then put stuff in for a fly, the fly honey show, mm-hmm. and I'm still living out of that. Like mm-hmm. I, it's like it's like when you talk about shit, I'm in literal shit, mm-hmm. right? But um, on the other side of that, there will always be more shit. Mm-hmm. So like when I once I realized that that like I will never be without shit. No, yeah, the shit's always. Sick. I, I mean, I've got, I've got thick pee, I've got heavy shit. It's just like that's, <laughs> it will always be. So now I don't have to be worried about like if I overcome this, that there won't be more shit on the other side. Right, there's always gonna be. Some. Rest assured, baby. Right, it's gonna be Hopefully new you thick have, shit. Um, what's it called? Stilts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm swimming in it, baby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding my nose. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sinking in. It's true, yeah, yeah. Mining for yeah. bits, you can you can take with you on stage. It's just no. It's like it's that's that's the failure of it. It's like to revel in it because mm-hmm. like I I think that's the difference. It's like as opposed to feeling shame and being like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm never gonna experience again. It's just like anticipating, baby, it'll happen again. It'll happen right. always. Like that has actually been very freeing as I age. Like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, this is sort of I'm predisposed to fucking up mm-hmm. i'm predisposed to kind of being well yeah, i mean yeah. human error is pretty absolutely much, like it's absolutely all, like people yeah. who had never taken a plan b or like had an abortion I'm like what you never made a mistake have some that's fun. a robot that's a full have robot. some fun girl right. like let it let it go mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. i don't know I, I do understand like the yeah if you do you know that if you let a dude jizz in you that um you have like a psychic connection like biologically with him what yeah what? Okay, wait, ladies, pull out. <laughs> you pull out. You go. Whoop! <laughs> well, I mean, there is something to be said. I mean, there's definitely something to be said for like the energies that you take in physically. Yeah. I feel like that's why. I mean, we were talking earlier before. I think we even started recording. We were talking about like people aren't having as much sex. Yes. Nowadays. No. But I feel like for myself, part a big part of that is like I've had so many fucked up energies yeah. in my body uh-huh. and been like this is great and it's like it's really not and i'm like oh wow okay this is like mine's and i not even talking about ph balance just sure. like just like just... yeah because mine is fucked up yeah. <laughs> i'm yeasty baby <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean it's just like uh, i'm trying to be yeah being more mindful of that it's like sure. it's you're quick to cut out a lot of people yeah, and that's why, like, I'm saying, fuck up. Mm-hmm. Let in the wrong people. Right. I'm pro mistakes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me yeah. Too. Clearly. Clearly. Here we are. I like, um, yeah, young people, fuck up. Fuck and fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, yes. Yeah. Like, you don't know who you don't want to fuck until you fuck that person. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like there's so much, like, fear of failure right now. Mm-hmm. Um. And and rightfully so, that there can be really t- like um, horrible consequences. I'm not like uh, trying to minimize that, but mm-hmm. I think just a little bit of danger is fine. Well, right. Yeah. Well, I think We've we seat belted our lives. Space. Yeah. Well, because that's like we don't. We just need to give people space to to kind of just like the problem is our phones everyone feels like they're being recorded or watched sure. and most of the time you are because everyone's too busy like trying to catch somebody and some like that I, I was walking my dog today and there's a lady literally like walking down the middle of the street singing to herself recording herself singing and it took everything inside me not to just be like boom you know what i mean oh you were in no, to record her right, yeah uh, i got to record like, her and uh, be like hey you know what I mean? this is happening over here like i feel like everyone feels like they're being as much as we want to tell everybody like, oh, no one gives a fuck about you. Like, live yeah. your life. Just go do your thing. Yeah. 
the internet has proven otherwise sure. and that there's a million videos of like hey you're at the gym and your butt looks weird like you yeah know I, mean? like, <laughs> I, I don't understand that fucking impulse to like record strangers like it's really i have weird. it sometimes yeah but i mean lie. like but are you uploading not, that like um not in a like an intrusive way yeah. it depends on what it is like there was a guy on the bus the other day with a crazy fucking like just like graphic like anime shirt on and it's just like this like this lady was just like splayed out on the back of his shirt and i was well, like oh, you could see a full pussy pretty darn close ah! yeah and he just like had it on like it was regular so like i took a picture of him yeah like but it's like from him from the back yeah like, sure. you know what i mean but Wait, it was also like this if image doing... was on the back yes it was on the back that's why i was like okay so what was on the front nothing it was like there was like a little patch i don't know it didn't it would have been crazy if the front was her butt you know what i mean like <laughs> Like it was like, are you getting t-shirt ideas? Yeah. <laughs> Threadless that guy. Uh, right, yeah. Threadless. Wait, what was it? Irony. Irony. <laughs> Irony. <laughs> Coming back, guys. You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, on that note, this has been a, this has been a winding and weaving and we're touching on a lot of things. Honestly, this is very... Uh, much uh, an example of I feel like a lot of our conversations <laughs> <laughs> just get us in a room together just wow um, but to wrap it up uh, what I like to do to end these episodes is basically do like a mantra of a week which I mean you've given the people a lot of nuggets of um, wisdom today mm. but um, basically just like a, a mantra of the week just like words that you potentially live by so like when you are down or you know what I mean? words that kind of push you Keep, make you want to keep going something whether it's a song is something you listen to a quote you know uh it, this is something i used to say to myself i don't know if it's really great but i used to be like how much worse can it get <laughs> 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 so maybe if you say that no, yeah, no, that's perfect. There you go. That how much worse can it get, guys? How much worse can it get? How failures? much worse can it get? So oh, yeah. Oh, that's... Yeah, I want to start calling you losers. That's what I was yeah. going to start calling. That's my fan base. That's the people who listen to this. How much can it, how much worse can it get, losers? Oh <laughs> uh, no, that's amazing. Actually, I know. That's hey, I uh, that that works for me. That, that's that's in my that's my thought process as well. Um, well, on that note. <laughs> On that note, this has been an episode of Failure with me, Kenya Lon. Unji, where can we find you? What do you have coming up? I know you had some tour. Do you have some more tour dates coming up? What's going on? Yeah, I um, I have a podcast called Two Kims One Pod. Yes. Two Kims One Pod. Christine, cut that shit out for real. <laughs> it's going to be me looking at the camera going, ah! <laughs> I will not be silenced. <laughs> and um, I'm actually we there will be tour dates announced. Um. Uh, my podcast, Two Kids mm -hmm. in One Pod, uh, <laughs> will be doing like a bi-coastal monthly show. So oh, cool. we're going to be doing uh, a show uh, in Chicago and then a show in L.A. and then a sh show in Chicago, mm -hmm. um, hopefully starting in November. So, sort of like yeah, follow me on Instagram at the best Unji, mm -hmm. uh and, you know, fi figure, find out. Um, yeah, that's this is sort of my vibe. This is. What the other what the podcast is like other on the other podcast too? <laughs> uh, yeah, so no, yeah. Two Kids One Pod is a is a very um it's a funny pod. It's I, a funny pod. 
y'all yeah y'all get into it like, <laughs> i only have you for one hour i couldn't imagine <laughs> hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um but no on that note uh this has been failure like review subscribe just just listen um and Please. also if you see the posts if you see the reels like the reels like the reels comment share them there we put so much work into them yeah what what the what the fuck spread the word just yeah. help spread the word if you like this um losers if you like this <laughs> help spread the word but um yeah <laughs> but right, um, losers. no yeah, yeah know, but actually, this is so. no what were you gonna say i was gonna say i don't understand people that like see their friends work online and don't like it i don't know I, I, I like know, people I, say I things and nice things in person, which is nice. Yeah. Also, we have, this is how, this is how you end it. But yeah. um, people say nice things in person is whatever. This, this could go into a whole other thing. Right, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's like like and subscribe. Yes, listen to failure. Bye, everybody. Bye. It could be worse.